What is happening, fellow fantasy GMs? I am JJ Wang. He is the bearded one, DJ Dub. With our powers combined, we are the Fantasy Courier. Well, JJ Wang, two weeks in the book. I am celebrating in my Dolphins polo after being devastated and then utterly excited. Wowie, zowie, wowie. Isn't that what um, Bray White used to say? Zowie, yeah. wowie. Yeah. Holy camoli. What a game. I I'm still... I'm still running on high from that. But before we get started, we are the Fantasy Curious. Hit us up wherever you are. You got us on the podcast. If you're looking at us on YouTube, we sacrifice our time for you. My kids have an event tonight. JJ Wang's kids have an event. Kid has an event tonight. And we're all over the place. And I am doing mine from work. And work blocks me adding my DJ Dove background. So I'm in the forest tonight. We'll see what changes week to week. But it looks like JJ Wang, your our prayers and thoughts have brought your computer back to life. Yeah, for the time being, we'll see how long that lasts. I mean, I mean, this thing has, this thing is very, very moody, man. It doesn't want to work. It ain't working, no matter what you do. Yeah, they're fickle as they got it. <laughs> but I mean, it, it is pretty old. So I mean, I've had it for quite a while. I mean, it's served its purpose. Um, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not gonna say I take taking the best care of it. <laughs> None, none of us ever can. So yeah, so we're we're jumping right into it. I put a I put a post on on Facebook last week, and it got the biggest tread we've had on posts. I think I got like 68, 70, a ton of comments. Like, who who was your stinker of the week last week? So basically, I did it again. I'm like, hey, I want to mention someone here while we got some time. I was like, I said, who let you down? Who is fantasy dead to you? And then I said I would mention a couple of them here in the in the in the in the podcast as we're going. So. There's a dude whose name is literally Chris Mortensen. So I gotta, I gotta say, like that—that's his. It must be his real name, unless he stole it for Facebook. Apparently, Russell Wilson in the Miami defense. So I think if you play anyone against the Baltimore Ravens, aren't they gonna let you down? Uh yes. I don't know. I mean, it's... Oh, there's a, uh, another one for you. Justin said Austin Eckler. Shocker. I know. Did he really oh. let you down? This he let you down. Oh, Eckler let you down like that. There's a lot of people down Eckler this week, man. A lot of Eckler downs because you're expecting top three production. You're getting what? What he finished? 18, 19, 20? Somewhere right now. A lot of people down on Jonathan Taylor after this week, too. Oh, but it's only been one week. Two weeks. You know, one week a fool makes me. Two weeks. <laughs> yeah. uh, here's one. John John took it to heart. Russell, let's ride Wilson. Hoping for a Brady-type comeback, but man, the Broncos look bad. That's what I was going to say. My Super Bowl picks do not look strong. Even though the the the, the Tampa Bay Bradys are 2-0, and they do not look good. But I'm sure we'll hit that later on. This one guy, the injury bug, got him. Kamara, Judy, Connor, and Schultz. That was Jaden. Uh, Mark, Mark from high school said, most of my team. Yeah. Um, one guy, Nar Naramson said, did Mooney retire? Uh, Zach, I got this one for you. This is what I want you to hear. This is Zach's starting lineup. Russell Wilson, Jonathan Taylor, Najee Harris, Jamar Chase, Devontae Adams, Kyle Pitts, uh, Paris Campbell, and some defensive guys. Did he score 12 points? He scored 61 points. He got eight from from Parsons. That's where he got, That was one of his highest scores on the team. I was like, ouch. Uh, one guy, I let myself down. Uh, Brian said, I let myself down. Tried to be cute and play Taysom Hill over Higby. I sympathized. Yeah. I did that over Dawson Knox because Taysom, I was like, going to get the run with nobody in there. Mo said pits for the second week in a row. And finally, I was like, it's time to give in and play Cordero Patterson. Dude is productive and he did nothing for me. And I wrote back last week, I apologized to him. I apologized to him. He owes me an apology. 
Yeah. He owes me an apology. All I'm I sure have to say. I'm sure you'll get that too. Oh yeah. Weekend review. What happened? What do we think? What does it mean? Hey, JJ Wang, take us in. All right, so uh, I didn't get to watch really any football yesterday. I was out refereeing. That's my sad gig. I do a lot of do a lot of soccer, so I was out in the heat. It was pretty hot yesterday. I'm not gonna lie. So I didn't get to watch any football. So what, I'm, what my plans are here is I've got the numbers, and I'm just going to try to let you translate them to me and how they really looked on you know on TV. Um, you know, are these guys legit? You know, are they bad? You know, what just what was going on? So so just get it out of the way quick. We'll let you talk about your Dolphins. Obviously, just from what I gathered, three quarters wasn't good. One quarter was. Uh, so, do you take it from there? I, I was watching the first play of the game, and Duvernay took it back to took it to the house. First, first 20 seconds of the game, boom, back. I was like, this is going to be a long day. And, and the Dolphins looked flat the first half, two two. Pickles from Tua, and then by the end of the game, Tua is the second coming of Peyton Manning to everybody. It, if you look it up, like he he is like the king of the world right now, and I, I'm going to enjoy it while I got it because it's not going to happen what, next week because they're playing the Bills. But I, do I don't think it's going to happen any week unless they're down by 21 points. He is. If you look at Tua, he, he threw for what two seventy five the first week and four seventy something this week. I don't have all the stats exactly or in front of me, but I'm giving him credit. He threw for four sixty nine this week, six touchdowns and two interceptions. Oh yeah, don't get me wrong. I give him credit for throwing for four sixty nine. I mean, it's the NFL. He that, that doesn't come around. I'm definitely not hating. That's not the case at all. So what happens? So if he's so great, are you starting next week against Buffalo? Uh, in all my leagues where I have him, he's my two-quarterback guy. I'm starting him. It depends upon right, so how about, quarterback. So how about this? How about this? You've got – you drafted your Burrow high. you got Tua sitting on your bench. Are you going to start Tua over Burrow? Because Burrow has struggled mightily as well too this season. Next week, it's probably Burrow because he's playing the New York-Cleveland Brown beating Jets. So – that would be the only reason I would play Burrow next week over Tua is matchup based because those two to me probably rest of the season would be comparable, and I would play Tua because I'm a believer if if it's if it's if it's comparable and close you play the guy you want to root for and you want to watch. But in that game, I just think the Bills are so good. Like I work with a bunch of people who are Bills fans, like tons, way too many for Virginia, and I was like, they're like, how do you think it's gonna be? I said we're gonna we're gonna play okay, but. They're a really, really, really good team. Yeah. But the, what I did draw from the game is Mike McDaniels did not bring the San Francisco offense to Miami. Uh, Chase Evans had five rushes. Raheem Mostert had 11 for 51. So this is not the rushing system. I mean, we also were down in linemen. But I mean, Tyree it, could, and it, it could be it could be the rushing system. Maybe the running backs just aren't any good. So, I mean, sure, if two is – so, look, I'll, I'll, give, it, I'll give, give it to you like this. If two is going to drop back and throw the ball 50 to 60 times a game, sure, fire two up every week. Absolutely. Even against Buffalo, if he's going to drop back and throw the ball 50 times, sure, starting. Because, you know, if he's got to throw that many, they're probably behind, and it's a lot of garbage time. So – if you're confident in Tua throwing the ball 50 times, then yes, Tua is, you know, that that quarterback. But that, I mean, that's that's kind of hard to 
to tie your game to. And as long as Waddle goes and um, Tyreek, they blew up. But like you said, it's it's the same as Tua in the fourth quarter, all those big numbers, which is what we play in fantasy. I mean, we'll take it. I mean, we'll take it every day. Yeah, it was a co- I, I am still I'm still glowing in the excitement and joy of it, especially since we're close to Baltimore too and have Ravens fans friends. So I, all right. I, I'm riding it as long as I can. Like I didn't think the the start of the season is brutal for Miami. So I think this win in my mind, barring everybody getting hurt, is gonna be what gets them into the playoffs. I'll be honest. All right. Well, I mean, maybe. Like I said, if and Lamar looked amazing. We'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, Hold on a second. We'll get there. (laughs) So I mean, so we'll stick with like since you probably started Lamar, we'll stick with the same game on the other side. Lamar did Lamar things. He's you know he had that game that we wanted out of Lamar the hundred yards. Um, Duvernay wasn't good. I'm I'm not guessing. Um, Andrew was really good. So can you can you put your trust in Bateman at this point? Two weeks, he was, he was, he looked good. And yeah, I, I think Bateman we knew was going to be the one, but Duvernay made us think maybe it's going to be two twos. I mean, we know the number one receiver on this team is Mark Andrews, nine receptions, 104. Bateman's getting the longer, I mean, he got 27 yards of pass. So I, I would put trust in Bateman. He's not my wide receiver one, but easily a wide receiver two with what he's getting. I haven't, hashed out my rankings i got him started but i'm sure he's going to move up in my rankings based upon just he he looked he looked strong he looked confident and that was more and if they're going to pass i mean they had to pass in this game but and we're going to know more in a few weeks how this system goes when dobbins is back too so for now yes but what's going to happen when Dobbins gets back and Lamar doesn't have to run 119 yards Lamar doesn't have to pass for you know i mean he 318 yards i mean that's not Lamar numbers I mean, he did only th- he did only complete twenty one passes, so that's pretty stout. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's I feel like that's what Lamar does twenty one for whatever you know twenty five yards is usually. It's the hundred. It's the hundred yards rushing. That's where that really gets. That's what you want from Lamar. If he's doing that, that's that's where he's at. We'll stick with the quarterback here. Stay with the Commanders. So we got Wentz. Wentz is playing still really well. He's a you know top ten quarterback at the moment. Um. But my question is that why well and then Antonio Gibson, of course, doing Antonio Gibson things. Um just really can't trust that guy at the moment. But my question is that wide receiver is like Samuel and Dotson, like the one and two, and then McLaurin pulling in as the number three here, or what's going on there? Uh Samuel is kind of their Debo's same it's it's a Samuel name, you know, Curtis Debo. He's the Debo of that team. Like he's he's not your stereotypical receiver per se he's sort of their gadget guy and i mean seven for 78 i i had a guy come back on our facebook page and thank me for telling him to start samuel on sunday and as i traded away samuel in our one league to outsmart myself because nobody else bid on malik willis that kills me but anyway well, I, let's let's be honest me malik willis should have never been on the waiver wire no, he shouldn't have, but I was watching the waiver wire. So we had a league where a guy dropped from Leak Willis, and I'm like, hey, I'm going to put a bid in, but J.J. Wang has two more dollars than me, so I'm going to get some more dollars. And The only thing I had was Curtis Samuel, so I went there, and then nobody else bid on him, which just kicked me in the butt. But anyway, I have a future quarterback, hopefully. Uh, but I still think McLaurin, McLaurin and Dotson had the same amount of receptions. I have up NFL, so I don't know their target shit. Do you have targets? How many targets they got? Uh, I'm not, I think, uh, I'm not really sure. I'm not, I have no idea. So, but they both had the same amount of receptions that McClure's given. So, I mean, right now it's it's a wait and see. But 
Um, I will tell you, I, I want to brag for a moment that I do, I do, I do have a team where I have Lamar Jackson, Tua Tungavailoa, and Carson Wentz on my team. So I, I am excitedly, I'm pretty excited right now. I'm sure. I mean, anytime you can get three good quarterbacks, you try to trade one away. You don't need them, right? So no, we'll, super flex. <laughs> well, that's true. So we'll switch over here to running back. Is is Nick Chubb like the RB1 right now? I mean, what's this guy doing over there? Nick Chubb's killing it. But let's see what happens after the first month of the season for the Browns when they're not playing a cupcake schedule. So, like, Nick Chubb looks great. I mean, the argument always is. Nick Chubb is the greatest run, is the best running back, pure running back in the NFL right now. But he, we've always not liked him for fantasy because Nick Chubb will run 20 times for 100 yards. That's great in the NFL. For us, that's five points or 10 points rather, whatever. But it's nothing that's going to get you. And he wouldn't, and usually he wouldn't, he'd get a touchdown here that, you know, he wasn't. But now he's getting touchdowns, he's getting yards, but he's playing the Jets. He's playing, who, who's the first week? I'm brain farting right now. Um, I'm pulling it up. He's playing the Panthers, two not great teams. He's got the Steelers this week, not spectacular. And, and then it's going to, after that week, he's, it's going to get a little harder. He's got the Falcons, another garbage team. So when he gets past October 2nd, he hits the Chargers. October 9th will be when we know. So if you got Chubb now, Chubb's the R, could be RB1 for the month of September. He could be running back of the month if they give that award because he looks good. Yeah, I mean, he looks kind of like he's a, but Chubb's always look good. It's just, you know, yeah. you just can't, you just can't get over, can't get he's over fantasy that. Huh? Good. He's fantasy yeah. good, right? For the next three weeks. So we'll stay here with, with running back. Um, so this was actually last night's game. Um, I was home for that game, but I fell asleep before it started. So I really didn't get to see any of that game either. So is um is Aaron Jones like put the rest of like, you know, the one A, one B running back situation that he no. him and Dylan that him and Dylan was having and it's just, you know, Aaron Jones is the guy. Aaron Jones had a better game. AJ Dylan, they gave more carries. AJ Dillon had 18 carries, 13. They're 1A, 1B. Just Aaron Jones last night. If you go back and watch that tape, he looked so confident. He was hitting every hole, everything. It seemed like everything he touched was magic last night. I mean, when you average 8.8, .8, you do that. But uh, just watching him run, he looked like Nick Chubb. <laughs> like for sake of a minute, like he just looked so much better than Dylan. And I was like, why are they still giving Dylan the ball? Why? I guess they don't want to kill Aaron Jones and they truly believe the 1A, 1B. But he, he looked like the superior running back, but he is still 1A, 1B. And it's going to be that way, which for them is an amazing luxury to have. Uh, to, to to do like Aaron Jones, I had somebody ask me if they should set Aaron Jones versus the versus the Bears versus somebody else. I'm like, and it was a close match. I said no, it was Aaron Jones or someone who played. I forget who it was, but I was like, you you paid high for him. We're at the point in the season where you're not getting cute yet. It's still week one or two. You paid high on him. You paid him up, and I want that that person. If you find me, I want to hear the thank you for that one because that one was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> So we'll go back here to um, two quarterbacks that really didn't do all that well. From what I, from what I'm gathering here, we got Matt Ryan. I can't. I'm really not sure what happened there. And he brought up really. Um, tell me about Tom Brady. But first, I want to go back to Matt Ryan real quick. Is he just like Philip Rivers from last year? I mean, at some point, the Colts got to get a, a real quarterback, right? I wonder if it's Frank Reich. I'm a Frank Reich supporter, but. Philip Rivers did not the year good. before. Wentz did good. 
and the, and Rivers is a great quarterback. Wentz apparently is a really good quarterback. It looks like. Is it Frank Reich here that we're looking at? I mean, I, I hinted at. I don't know if I said it specifically. I go back and look at the video on our Facebook Live on Mon- on Sunday that I did. I was sort of calling that the Jags could win this game because I mean, also Matt Ryan was throwing to you and me. Aaron Doolin was his number one receiver with five receptions. Then Naheem Hines, who I knew would have the rest of them, but he was throwing to a bunch of nobodies. His best receivers are out. They gave Jonathan Taylor the ball nine times. Let me say that again. Nine times. Like the way Matt Ryan is going to be good is they're going to put 13 people in the box and negative one guarding the receivers. So negative two, but they, they were terrible. Like the whole team, it was, and I don't know if it was that the Jags were that good because the Jags, they're, they're not statistically beautiful either. If you look at the game, I mean, other than Christian Kirk, who's balling out, but I, I don't know what's wrong. And all I can attest it to after seeing this three years in a row is Frank Reich. Yeah. So um, Greg, real quick, Tom Brady, real quick. I cannot put my finger on it. I just, every time I watch him play, I'm like, poor JJ Wang. There's not going to be. <laughs> yeah, he's he definitely, definitely not getting those 800 passes. He got 34 attempts. He, he, he looks flat. There's yeah. something missing. And it could be that he really wants Chris. I don't, I mean, he was down to Mike Evans. So I, I does he miss Gronk that much? I can't figure it. If you watch him play, he's really mad right now, but he looks so flat. And they're just not that usual Brady confidence that we're talking about in the game. It, it, it was a, uh, it was odd. It was something I've never seen in Tom Brady, but it, it just, it, there's a feeling about it that doesn't look right about him. And I don't know if he's having that buyer's remorse for coming back or what it is. All right. So you mentioned Christian Kirk is, Christian Kirk, like the top 10, 12, uh, top 12 wide receiver here, is he w- making him worth $18 million now? It looks like kind of a deal right now, right? Everybody, Everybody's laughing about it now. It's kind of a good deal. It's, 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 it's a great deal. Christian Kirk, I wish I, wish I had my rankings done. He, he, he'll probably be – I'd probably, probably throw him in about, what, 14, 15 next week? I mean, two, one week, okay, whatever. Two weeks? One week of Sammy Watkins makes – Two weeks and Amon Ra might make, you know, that's, I mean, he's, he is looking pretty stinking stout and next week we'll find out it's the chargers. Yeah. We'll see. All right. Sticking with wide receiver, um, Garrett Wilson and Drake London, who, who finishes with the better fantasy season here? Ooh. Cause you do realize Zach Wilson's coming back. He's a wide receiver killer. So that that makes it Drake Wilson. Drake London. <laughs> I mean Drake Wilson. That way I get them both right. Yeah, you get them both in there. I mean, I, I'll, I I am a Drake London guy. So I'm gonna go. I mean, they both had great weeks, but Drake has been good two weeks in a row. So, you know, you know, had, you know who hasn't been, makes. You know who hasn't been good? Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts has not been any good at all. I mean, if if he is that guy, I mean, and Drake London pop popping off immediately. You would think Kyle Pitts would be able to pop off as well, right? You you would think, and it could be, I mean, is it Mariota? I, without looking back, I don't remember Mariota ever. Wait, he did he, he had. Um, but I mean, had, it's, but Kyle Pitts ain't a tight end. Let's be real. But he's, that's where he's, he's not your, he's not, he's not your typical tight end. He's out there running uh, wide, he's out there running wide receiver routes. I'm pretty, I would, I would guess. And if if he, 
I think he would, if he was getting open, I think the team would make sure that Kyle Pitts is like a top target, right? I don't know. I mean, he's got two for 19. That's weird. I mean, Olamani Zacchaeus is a better receiver. I mean, let's let's be honest. Kaderil Hodge is a better receiver yeah. than Kyle Pitts right now. 257. Yeah, that's crazy. No, it's not, like you said, Kyle Pitts is a tight end. He's not a receiver. So, I mean, but it's just weird that he's not just not getting the target, the target share that I thought. Um, so, I'm going to go to a really bad wide receiver in a really, really bad wide, um, really bad position. Um, that's DK Metcalf. Like, you just can't, yeah. you can't you can't do anything with him at this point, right? Well, that's a question I'll ask you. Like DK is in a terrible situation. I thought he would be better this year. I was offered once I got I traded for Drake London this week in one of my leagues where I'm doing sort of a rebuild because I drafted terribly, and I was offered DK for Drake London. And basically, value wise on all the calculators and whatnot, they're about the same. But it comes down to youth versus. Geno's, I mean, in the future, could he come back? Yeah. For redraft, if you're in redraft right now, you are worried. And I would say you got to find someone who's not paying attention and likes a giant, huge man for their team <laughs> and trade DK Metcalf before they realize that he's terrible and they think he, that he could possibly get the bump back because, yeah, like it's yucky. It's yucky watching the Seahawks play. Last week proved how bad the Broncos might be. And it and it also proves that Geno's, I mean, Geno Smith still has 24 of 30 is not bad, but he did he looked very Brady like, didn't look very confident. Like <laughs> you like that. Uh but yeah, it, it it was it's 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 scary to think about that. And now a message from our favorite sponsor. Underdog Fantasy is the best and easiest place to play fantasy sports. Now that we are in season, they offer even more fantasy sports options. You can choose to play four to six round draft contests with up to 10 people. You can even create your own private draft room. That's and that's not all. Underdog also offers pick'em fantasy contests where you decide if players will go higher or lower than a listed stat line from touchdowns to yards to interceptions and many more. It's a fun way to show off your fantasy prowess. Sign up now with the code COURIERS and they'll double your first deposit up to $100 in bonus cash. So, in case you missed that, when you make your first deposit of $10 or more, deposit $100 Get $100 F-R-E-E. With their slick mobile app and user-friendly website, you'll have no problem jumping in and drafting your squad or making your best picks. So join Underdog today, and don't forget to use the code COURIERS. A link is in the notes of the podcast. Now, back to the podcast. Oh, J.J. Wang, what a week, too. What's some, what confidence we have in some guys and how some guys have fallen. What do you got next for us? All right, so this, this, one, this one's funny, right? So we got Darrell Henderson, right? Everybody's favorite running back. Cam Akers is buried. Um, evidently, Cam Akers comes in for 15 carries. Um, are we right back to square one? We just don't know who to start. They're like a bad version of the Packers backfield. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Cam Akers is so efficient with those. He had 2.9 per carry, but he was he was getting. I was like. Dude, Cam's running. Sweet, Cam's running. Daryl's getting 44.7. So it's and the touch. So I mean he had a better efficient week, but right. I really I think they're they were they're just like the Packers. It's gonna be a one A, one B. 
I I believed I said it last week that they did they didn't feel Cam was ready the first week. And because the injury, he might there might have been something they're hiding. I mean, it is, you know, McVeigh and in that group of people that aren't going to tell you everything the way it is. And I had a guy, I started um, Swift in one of my, um, in one of our DraftKings leagues. And some guy, and one guy was like, Why did you start him? They said he's only getting 10 carries. I, I said, Well, it's because I don't, he said, The coach, I said, I don't trust coaches. He goes, You got lucky, didn't you? You missed that article. I said, Honestly, yeah. <laughs> I was yelling at my kids. So I missed that part. But, you know, I don't trust coaches that much anymore. I trust more what I almost trust beat reporters to a point because they're looking from the outside in and they're they're more in touch and they're not going to want to lie to you like a Belichick will want to trick you because he's trying to trick the guy he's playing. All right, last one. Um, is it time that we consider on or off a Brown like a legit wide receiver one here? I mean, I mean, it's he's doing things no other receiver's ever really done, and he's doing it with Jared Goff. And, you know, he's the number one option. They got a good running game. Their tight end is poo-poo. So, I mean, it all funnels to Amon Ra, right? Amon Ra looks solid. I was on the Amon Ra train last year, and I fell off the train in the offseason. I traded away two of my Amon Ra's thinking that it was going to be a fluke thing. And I'm, hey, I'm glad I kept one. And But, I got, I mean, one of them netted me, I think, Damian Pierce. Probably around to have Amon Ra, right? <laughs> but I got to play in the draft, I guess. Oh, yeah. And the other one dra- got me Drake London. So payoff, that'll come out about square, I think, long run. But Amon Ra looks right now, without looking at my rankings, I've got to have him in the top seven of the rankings next week, don't I? Yeah, I would I would think. I mean, I think at this point he's at least earned he's at least earned a top ten. I don't know where he was at before. I don't but I think at this point he's like the literally I think he's probably like top five most consistent receiver. I would, I don't know, top five might be a little much. But as far as consistency, oh, no, no. consistency Devon there, bed. Devon it's like, the bed. yeah, I mean, he's just like every every game is every game is the same. And I think number seven, I don't think you're out of reach there, man. Yeah, and he might be higher till I sit down and look at numbers and where I got him. But, I mean, he – you're talking – what is it? Eight Was it eight games? What was that stat? Eight games in a row or four well, – whatever yeah, like, eight that, catches. I got my numbers all mixed up. Yeah, it's like eight games, yeah, but it's – yeah, it's something like nobody else is really like one other receiver is done or something crazy like that. So I mean, Devontae Adams had two catches yesterday. Two. One was a touchdown. But Amon Ross St. Brown, not Devontae Adams, had a bajillion yards, was a fantasy darling. And I mean, he, he walked away with 116 yards. I, I it's it's I don't know. The Lions are solid. They're looking good. They I mean they did beat the commanders, but it was a different kind of game than the first game. How about question for you from the outside? If you ever want to look up the Cardinals and the Raiders, we thought for sure that was going to be a Raiders runaway game, but it ended up being a Raiders giveaway game with the standard stat of did you know that Derek Carr has never thrown three touchdowns in a game? No, I did not know that. In his career, never thrown three touchdowns. And somehow he forgot that Devontae Adams, who he, he, he overcompensated. So he threw to Hunter Renfro seven times, and Hunter Renfro fumbled it twice in the last couple of minutes to blow it up. But Kyler Murray, fantasy quarterback, I'm not as high on him right now. But if you all want to go back and watch a fourth quarter of Kyler Murray, he ran about 50, 60 yards to get a two yard. That, holy moly. See, this is the problem. That's what Kyler Murray is. That's the kind of quarterback Kyler Murray is. That's the kind of quarterback Kyler Murray was in college. That's what everybody 
once out of Kyler Murray, but you don't get that out of Kyler Murray very often. And when you do, when he does do it, I mean, he's a little dude and he can't be taking hits like that. Of course, we got to say Trey Lance. I mean, we got to say rest, not only say rest, rest in peace. That's terrible. But as, as far as the season goes, so fortunate for that. But some, you just don't want to, Kyler Murray's Kyler Murray. And if he's doing that, that's, you want that. That's the Kyler Murray you want. Oh, that, that was another thing I wanted to ask you. How are you doing today? I mean, it's unfortunate. With Trey Lance, like, going down, does, do the 49ers look like the smartest organization in football right now? I mean, that's this was probably, it's like they stuck to their guns. They knew what they wanted. Nobody was going to offer it. And they just said, all right, we'll keep him. And it actually paid off for him. So who's laughing right. now? Uh, wa- waiver wire, would, are you picking up Daryl Williams this week? Probably. I mean, I, I've... With hmm. Connor being down and possibly an ankle? Or Eno Benjamin, which one would you pick up? I'd probably go Darrell Williams just because he's actually done decent before. Nelson Aguilar had an explosive week this week. 110 yards and a score. You snagging him? Probably not. I mean, you don't, I don't really want any receiver in that offense. I mean, you could pick him up, but I wouldn't start him like immediately because you're going to start him and he's not going to do that again. Uh. What about the Dorsch? I don't know what to think about that dude. I have no idea. Is he is is he is he flex worthy? Be sure if you want to risk it. I mean, if you want to put a you want to put your flex spot on the back of Greg Dorch. I mean, sure you can ride the hot end. I mean, I wouldn't say I would. I'm not gonna laugh at you for doing it, but I'd be, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, if that's what you got on your team and you got to start Dorch, he's the best option you have. Sure, fire it up. Okay, that's, and we'll have lots more posted as we chat through the week. But most importantly, surefire waste of a touchdown. Oh yeah, everybody's favorite segment of the week. Who got points that we just didn't want? Let us start. I was getting texts about this on Thursday night. Somebody was texting me, and my brother might have been like, hey, that was a short fire waste of a touchdown. So let's start on the Thursday night game, San Diego versus Kansas City. They each had one, Justin. Herbert had a one-yard pass. That's got to be an Eckler touchdown. Wait, Xander Horvath? That is definitely, most definitely a surefire waste of a touchdown. But then, is it this back-to-back weeks for him? I think so, yeah. That's a... But, but so two surefire waste of touchdowns, three I can't do, I guess. Let's go. Patrick Mahomes had a 41 yard bomb. You know, that's got to be the rookie Sky Moore. No. Oh, it's got to be Kelsey breaking one. Down. No. Huh. They, it's almost like the commentators called this. They're like, Justin Watson checked in. And then boom, Justin Watson scored a touchdown. That is definitely a surefire waste of a touchdown. Yeah. You don't even know that guy's still around. Going to the only game that mattered this week, the um, Ravens versus the Dolphins. And we have a 12-yard pass from Lamar Jackson. It's like Mark, it looks like Mark Andrews got another one. Nope. Oh, it's Bateman. Nope. Huh. Ex-Kansas City Chief, Demarcus Robinson, 12-yard pass. That would be a... Sure, far away to the touchdown. Good for him, man. Oh, let's go to the other side of the ball. We got a two-yard touchdown pass. That must be Kasiki's second. No. Oh, maybe it's maybe it's Tyreek Hill's se- third. No. Oh, it's Waddle. Wait, no. River Craycraft? DJ Dub doesn't even know who this dude is, and he's a diehard Dolphins fan. So that really makes it a surefire ways on a touchdown. Yeah, I've never heard of that guy. I don't know. 
Tom Brady did throw a touchdown to Mike. Oh, no, Mike got kicked out of the game because he's suspended for a week, by the way. Get him off your rankings. Um, And so no, nobody's there. So who does it go to? Rashad Perryman. This is like four years ago. And that in 2022 is definitely a surefire waste of a touchdown. I mean, he's going to be their number one next week, maybe. Quite possibly. <laughs> this is a double surefire waste of a touchdown. Are you ready for this one? It looks like Trey Lance has a 38-yard. No, wait, that's not Trey Lance. That's Jimmy Garoppolo. 38-yard pass to Jim, to Kittle. No, wait, no. Maybe it's Debo. No, not Debo. Oh, wait, are you? Nope. So Jimmy Garoppolo with a 38-yard pass to Ross Dwelly. That is two. Let me count them two. Definite. Surefire waste of touchdowns. I didn't, I didn't want to say that one. Oh, it is. It is. Let's go. Marcus Mariota looking good until that last drive when he blew it, when they could have won it. Has an 11-yard pass. Looks like Drake London got another one. Nope. Kyle Pitts. Nope. He's terrible. Olamade Zacchaeus. Wow. 11-yard pass. That is a... Surefire waste of a touchdown. He's their number two wide receiver, right? Well, their number two receiver, period. Number two receiver. I mean, that... Yeah, it was supposed to be uh, our boy uh, Brian Edwards, but he's that's right. He looks like he is terrible. He's terrible. Yeah, he's terrible. Terrible. Oh, let's go. Russell Wilson's throwing some touchdowns. You know, Judy was already hurt by this point. Oh, it's a t- it's it's a big guy. Oh, it's 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 Sutton. No. Oh, cool. Maybe it's Albert. Oh no, Eric Sober with a twenty-two yard touchdown reception from Russell Wilson. That would be a surefire waste of a touchdown. He likes his tight ends, man. He does. He's going to spread it out, man. One-yard run in for the Arizona Cardinals. Must be Kyler sneaking in. No, James Conner. No piece hurt. It's D- one of DJ Dub's favorites of all time, but now a Cardinal, Darrell Williams. That is a? Sure, fire waste of a touchdown. Last one I got for you here is in da- is Dallas. Cooper Rush. Well, that's a waste anyway. Actually, I started him on one of our DFS to see what happened. He has a nine-yard pass to see. Did- no. Oh, Noah Brown. Good for him. That's a? Sure, fire waste of a touchdown. Dr. Tolbert was randomly out at the last minute. So give us some wisdom, J.J. Wang. Uh, I'm going to see if I can get this up before the Monday night game, but enjoy the Monday night game. If you did, I hope you enjoyed the Monday night game. We'll see you Thursday. But tell us what you got, J.J. Yeah, so if you're feeling a little down, you know, the first couple weeks of fantasy hasn't gone your way, you just need something to pick you up. I mean, don't be afraid to go out there and make a trade at this point. I mean – this is where, you know, this is, I think this is where you start considering that kind of stuff. You, you got two weeks. I know it's not a huge sample size, but it's only, what, 13 games. So, I mean, it's like almost like a, almost, not to say a quarter, maybe look stupid, but I mean, we're getting close to that point. And you're going to have to eventually, like, you don't want to wait till the last minute. So you kind of want to get ahead of the game. Maybe start throwing a feeler here, a feeler there. Um, find somebody that, you might think is on the verge that you're, you know, you're looking at, but don't be, don't be afraid to do that, man. That's, that's part of the, that's the, um, one of the funnest parts about fantasy going out there and, and making trades. If it doesn't work out, who cares? It doesn't work out. You wasn't doing very good anyway. I mean, you got to do something. So as always, trust yourself and trust the process.